Lucky here. It's the Pat and JT Podcast. Pat and JT Podcast. All right, so this is a day. It's Pat and JT, 100th episode of our podcast. When we started this, we had no idea that on the 100th episode of our podcast, no. first of all, we'd ever get to a 100th episode, but that we're actually here to the 100th episode, yeah. that we would have the guy who literally started my... I'm here. Started your career. Yeah, I'm here because of Rocket in the morning who... Was Changed the morning Omaha show guy. radio. 100% um, and gave me an internship and a, my first paying job mm-hmm. in this business was him. Exactly. So yeah. excited and and unfortunately I got to be I got to be watching the clock cuz uh, I hate to tell you this but I have I have a guy coming by. Yeah. To clean oh. my car. That's a, well, a few episodes ago we were talking about the things you apologize for. <laughs> Is this the guy you're apologizing to? Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> so if my All phone right, so should just, happen to Just deuce out if you have to. Oh, it's right now. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, anyway, so ro- go ahead. I'll be right back. Okay. Rocket, Rocket Man, thank you for uh, for joining us on our 100th episode of our podcast. It would not be possible. I've never been able to tell you this, but none of anything that I've that I've had in my professional career would be possible at all without you and your help. So I appreciate that more than you know. <laughs> well, pass the ball, boy. <laughs> That's awesome. It's all you, buddy. It's all your fault. Well, I didn't do much except uh, recognize a little bit of talent, oh, and uh, it turned out to be uh, more than a little bit, huh? Well, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Um, not just blowing yeah. smoke up the rocket pad or whatever, but it's the truth. It's it is. I, I learned a lot from you. I learned everything from you. Um, and so I and the my foot in the door in in this business and it's it's given me everything that I've had in the last 30 years so it's a uh, oh maybe 25 30 I might be over a little third not quite 30 it's close <laughs> it's close how are you uh, all right. I'm terrific hi JT she just had to walk out of the studio because she is uh, she's big oh, time she in this. Did? Yeah, because she she um is getting her car detailed and they actually came to her in the parking lot so they, oh, okay. Yeah, they texted cool. her down. Her dog got uh, dog hair all over the inside of her car, or they're cleaning up a crime scene or something. Who knows with her? Well, we see where her priorities lie. <laughs> right? She's <laughs> like, I'm out. So, Rocket, you are. It's it's uh, surreal to be talking to you. I'm so excited that you're going to be in town on the 31st and that whole weekend, um, and get to see you again. And you're going to. When was the last time you were back in Omaha? Well, I look forward to being there. You know, I haven't, God, it's been like 2002, I think, since I've been there. That's a long time. Yeah. Uh, what is that, 17 years? It's been, uh, I left there and uh, n- never returned. That's right. Yeah. Um, and congratulations on the uh, long career that you've had. Thank uh, you. That's amazing. Thank you. I'm, well, I'm, well I'm, done. I'm lucky. Thank you. I'm, uh, I'm very lucky that... Um, you know, usually you get a end if you if you're lucky, you get to end your career in your hometown and be around your family. And I was lucky enough to do that for 18 years while my family was growing um, and got to be around my friends and and stuff. So I'm very from that aspect, I'm extremely lucky. Well, terrific. Yeah. So that's what you've been up to the past 17, 18 years. I went back to my photography roots. Uh, when I left Omaha, I shot for a magazine in Phoenix and shot a bunch of celebrities and shot the inaugural lingerie bowl in Hollywood and and, uh, moved my studio to Nashville about four years ago. 
and started my YouTube channel a tiny little bit ago, and then Elton John had this movie made about him, and evidently I've been chosen uh, to come back to Omaha <laughs> and promote the premiere of Rocket Man. <laughs> it's perfect. It's absolutely perfect. And, and celebrate you and JT's 100th podcast. That's a lot of podcasts. It it is. We we uh, yeah. We started on February fifteenth. I think right around there. Started around February fifteenth, and we said we were going to do one every every day for a year at least, and just kind of mm-hmm. and then promoting our other Parkville, our other company, which um, produces branded podcasts and podcasts for um, and audio content and stuff for businesses and other influencers. It's doing really well. So it's kind of feeding each other, and it's working out really well so far. Great, actually. Very cool. Now, here's a little bit of trivia. Yeah. Do you realize that I had the very first podcast at Rocket in the History at Rocketplex Rocketplex.com, right? Radioplex. Radioplex. Yes. Got yes. It. Are you serious? Yes. The very first one? The very first one. Now the term podcast didn't come into existence to about two thousand seven. Um, that's when it was coined a podcast. Um, I had, uh, I had moved on to my photography by then, but when I left, uh, that, uh, that radio station that starts with an ad and it ends up in wheat, um, uh, <laughs> and we know it well. uh, yeah, and they had a couple of, couple of numbers, uh, 89 post. Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> by that time, I had, I had moved on from podcasting. I think I had like four or five. This was, this was in 1997 when I did that, okay? Holy and, cow. Uh, yeah, 1997. Yes, sir. And I had about seven people that, that listened to my it was a broadcast at that time. I don't know what it, uh, I don't. I don't know what I called it, but it was. Um, it was. Uh, you know, I had a couple. I had a couple of three little shows on Radioflex dot com, and I tried like hell. And I was very talented, and I was very interesting content. I didn't know the first thing about running a business, unfortunately, and um, I saw myself as a mini Mark Cuban. Because he had had, that's where he made his money. He, uh, in 1996, he sold, no, 97, he sold his company, com, which I modeled Radioflex.com after, except I didn't have the CEO sent right. to understand how to do that. Uh, but he sold Broadcast.com for $6 billion dollars. Oh, okay. I didn't know. I did not know. I remember broadcast.com, but I did not know that that was, that's the backstory. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Where, that's where he made his, yeah, that's where he made his money. And he sold it to Yahoo for $6 billion. And I'm just sitting there, um, going, okay, this is going to be awesome. <laughs> and then I, then I got, uh, got swindled in a, in a bad stock deal with somebody there. Oh, and man. I don't want to mention their name, um, at this point, but, um, and so I just moved on to photography, so which is what I had done prior to getting back into radio. I remember, so yeah, I remember. That's one, I mean, I knew I knew that you'd been a photographer for a, a while, a long time before that. I mean, you took you had headshots of 
some of the hottest models and stuff at the time. That was your that was right. your gig. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I started out as a, a radio guy, and I did that for about five years. I was, well, I started out when I was seventeen, about your age, when you started. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. About, yeah, that was about. That was about when I stumbled upon you, right? Yeah, yeah. And you a, yeah. literally, you literally were the ball boy for the Omaha. What were what yeah, were they? The Royals. Yeah, we had. I actually the told Omaha Royals. Yeah, 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 yeah. We told that story um, on our podcast a couple of episodes ago about um, how you um, had a bit uh, called Kevin Burrell, the world's best backup catcher. I don't know if you remember that or not. And, yes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> And Kevin was a buddy of mine, and and I knew him, and I and I, I got him hooked up with you guys, and that's how I met you and Zenner and and uh, Roger, uh, and so yeah. that's how I met all you guys. And I was as soon as I got in the studio, and that you were at I think one hundred three seven at the time before you went right. over to S Word, and that's where right. I met you guys, and it was it's where I'm like, this is it, this is what I want to do. I want to jack around for a living. That's what I thought it was anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it uh, that's you know. We got a long history together, my friend. That's it's right. gonna be fun to come back and come back and um, play around with you. Now, I'm not. How long you've been doing the the podcast since February? Yes. Yes, since February fifteenth. Yep. Okay. And now you're at your hundredth yep. uh, episode. Now uh, I understand that this is your actual first. You know, we we used to roll our eyes and go, "Oh God, I got to do a remote this weekend." We used to uh, uh, do that, right? We used to yep. roll our eyes at remote all the and time. I, I understand that this is the um, this is the first time that you guys are going out on a remote broadcast. Yeah, this is our first. Podcast. It's our first. Um, it'll be our first live uh, meetup where we're going to be out. We're going to be recording our podcast. Um, and you'll be out there hanging out and we'll be, everybody will come out and we can meet everybody. And so this is our very first live official meetup and it's just almost poetic that it's right after our hundredth, you were on this one, our hundredth, and you're going to be out there. It's, it's almost like God wrote it in the stars. (laughs) Oh, hold on. I got, hold on. We have to pause real quick because, uh, JT just got back in the studio (laughs) after her, uh, yeah, her car was, is it clean? Oh, it's immaculate. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Um, and I apologize because the timing could not have been worse, obviously, because I wanted to sit and talk to you. Um, nice to meet you. (laughs) So. Hello, JT. (laughs) I I waved at you, I waved at you earlier and he told me that you were downstairs getting your car detailed and I said, oh, how the mighty have fallen. You know. That's some kind of priority list you got there, JT. I, I know, right? God, for Pete's sake, I'd feel horrible because I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> the timing could not have been worse, and I apologize for that. But it worked out fine. We're only 12 minutes in, so we're fi- totally okay. fine. This is cool. Uh, you know, we, we were uh, a few, uh, was it yesterday or the day before? Anyway, it doesn't matter. We were on YouTube, and we watched those old um, commercials oh that you produced for S-Word and for your show, and I forgot. They gave me goosebumps because it's, like you, you, it's like when you smell grandma from 50 years ago you like get that comfortable that feeling like oh my gosh yeah yeah that's it was it was amazing and honestly when you were that time when you were here when when you went from 1037 over to s word that whole year or so and then the three or four five six seven years after like you transformed omaha radio i mean Mm -hmm. you really it was a huge time for omaha radio for you well, it was, and, and, you know, and for everybody, and, and, you know, people ask me about that, and they said, well, I tell you where I mostly transformed it, it was from pay scale for people at, 
in Omaha in that were in radio. Yeah. Um, because I all of a sudden started making. You know what? I didn't care because I wanted to get back to Los Angeles, um, and so I didn't really care whether I stayed there or not. And so as a result of that, people started paying me money yeah. and more money and we can talk about this when we're there uh but they just started paying me more and more money and then i got uh, into a situation i said well hell i can't make that money uh, <laughs> that kind of money i can't make you know a six-figure income and in, in hollywood right now so i'll just stay and do this and it just kept growing and growing and growing so um it was it was fun. It pissed some salespeople off. Didn't mean to, but <laughs> you love doing that, right? <laughs> well, you know, I didn't intend to do all of that, but you know, they just wanted to do it the old kind of way. You know, we did transform it a bit. Yeah, yeah, we did. You did. And, and, you... and, and I was, I'm sorry. I was Go going ahead. to say one other thing is that you're kind of the 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 actual living example of being able to walk away. Because you were willing to walk away because you wanted to go back, you know, or wanted to go to exactly, yeah, exactly right, and 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 I just uh, just when I was out, uh, they kept dragging me back in. <laughs> what is it with our humans? Not to get deep, trust me, it's not mm. deep. But the, when when you don't want something, the like for example, if like a hot girl or whatever, you know, or you want her yeah. and she doesn't pay attention to you. You want her more yeah. and more and more. Just like you wanted to go yeah. to LA. You didn't really want to yeah. stay. You went, so Omaha wanted you at the bosses. Radio stations wanted you more and more and more and more. They were buying you fancy dinners. Yeah. And buying yeah. You, yeah. All the gifts and everything else wanted to make sure that you would stay. And you were like, I'm leaving. Yeah. <laughs> you know, people, people can smell desperation. You know, yeah. they just, they just sense it, you know, and when you're, there's a difference between being hungry and ambitious and being desperate for a job. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the and, truth. and when I, when, when I got there, I just wasn't, I just wasn't desperate for a job. It was strictly a means to, to, to an end. And that was to work my way back to California. And, and then I just, they just had to, they just liked what I had to say. Mm-hmm. Now, having said that, I think, you know, in the middle of the country, this is nothing against Omaha, but in the middle of the country, they were, they were you know, they were seven or eight years behind what New York radio was doing and mm-hmm. Chicago radio was doing and L.A. radio was doing. And, and I was kind of the benefit of that because that's where I'd spent the last 15 years you in know, those two places. And I'm yeah. glad you brought that up, too, because and that's true in so many other areas as well. You know, you talk about food or you talk about fashion, et cetera. Even it's less now because of the Internet, but still we're, we're accustomed to that. Right. But another point about you yeah. coming in here and being so successful is I can't off the top of my head think of somebody who moved here that was not from here had no connection to here that's a good point that made it because any other for the most part is I'm just trying to rack my brain here of other people that have come through even when they tried syndication with huge shows and they bring them to town they rarely make a ripple they just that's a good point yeah well it's it's interesting because to your point uh, the the couple of fiascos that followed me, mm-hmm. uh, whom they Im- whom whom they imported, uh, went belly yeah. up after uh, after a couple of years, and then Pat's ball boy became famous. Yeah, I mean, he's, <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, yeah, hometown boy, man, that was it. But yeah, it's true. So, you were you were quite the anomaly when you start looking at the evolution of radio in Omaha and the people who were the big names. That's right. Primarily were homebred. I mean, they were they were from here or close to it. Had family here. 
Yeah, that's crazy. My goodness. So after you left here, you headed what? Was it Arizona? Was that next, or was there was there something else in between? Yeah, I, yeah, I went to Arizona. Yeah, um, in fact, <laughs> uh, Pat remembers Tom Zinner. Yes. Um, well, uh, I had left there, and Zinner calls me and says, "Hey, what are you doing? You like Arizona, right?" And I went, well, yeah, yeah, I like Arizona. He said, well, why don't you come out here and be on the radio with me? And I went, what? <laughs> and he said, yeah, I have this, this, little, this little afternoon sports show. You come out here, you host it, and I'll be the funny guy. I'm going, okay, I'll do that. So he set me up with a nice apartment, and, and I went out there and did that. So I'm on the air with him for about, uh, about four months. And he uh, said, yeah, meet me at Starbucks. I said, okay. And so he said, well, I have bad news. I said, I have to fire you. Oh, wow. What? And I'm going, that was, that was my response. I went, really? And he said, but don't worry. I'm going to hire you as my photographer because I'm starting a magazine. What? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <Yeah>. What? <laughs> yes. Zinner is a prolific writer. I mean, the dude can, the dude wrote this magazine and he wrote almost every article in there under pseudonyms and it was it, it was just brilliant and it was a it was called post it first started as post phoenix magazine and it was a high-end sports celebrity lifestyle uh magazine okay and um it was just crazy it just it, just like that he decided he wanted to do a magazine he got funding for it and did it and i don't know we we did that for I don't know, three years or so. And um, <laughs> that is the craziest transition yeah. story no. ever. <laughs> I know. It was just so weird. But of course, he knew my, uh, that my previous gig before the radio thing was, you know, photography. So mm -hmm. he knew I could do it. So it was just crazy. It was wild. And, and it, was, it was huge. I mean, I shot Muhammad Ali and I shot Reggie Jackson and I shot. Dirk Cutter's uh, family portrait that's hanging on oh his wall uh, to this day, and you know oh it was God. just um, it, was, it was just amazing. So that is crazy. and Robin Williams, yes, I uh, was able to shoot Robin Williams oh. just not you know not too terribly uh, long before he was no longer with us, and it was just a, wow. a, one of the worst days of my life because um, I took his photograph and and it was at. Um, Muhammad Ali had this thing called, uh, what was it, Night at the Fights, something like that. Uh, and it was uh, just a star-studded event. If, if the bomb went off in this place, <laughs> every celebrity in America would be dead, right? Yeah. I mean, that's who all was there. I mean, wow. Billy Crystal hosted the thing, and Garth Brooks sang, and wow. David Foster, you know, yeah. put the music to I mean, God, it was just amazing. And it was all to fight his... Um, thing, right? Yes. So, uh, Celebrity Night at the Fights, that's what it's called. And so, for four years, I was a photographer of that thing. And so, um, I get to shoot and meet all of these great people, and I shot Robin Williams. Uh, he was there one year, and, and man, I gotta tell you, it was the saddest thing in the world. I just uh, uh, embraced him after I shot, and I whispered in here, because it was... It was uh, uh, um, kind of noisy in a party atmosphere and whatever. And I just told him, I said, man, I just want to tell you, you know, you've been so important in my life 
and uh, I just wanted to thank you. I won't take much of your time and blah, blah. And I pulled back and I looked at him and he was just totally vacant. Mm. I mean, oh, that's sad. Didn't, didn't even register with him what I had just said. Mm. And, uh, and then, I don't know. A year what did you, later, what did you take? Was, what did you take from it? Do you think it was that he hears this all the time? So it's not registering or that it was actually something else going on? Oh, uh, strictly, uh, strictly uh, drug induced. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he was just so heavily mm-hmm. uh, medicated that it was just—it was oh, just man. tragic. It was tragically sad. Wow. And um, so, some of those pictures are up on my website, by the way. Um, What's your website? Yeah. Let everybody know. Oh, Rocket Studios Nashville. I actually yeah. was on there and saw some of the pictures that you've had been taking the portraits. They're gorgeous, by the way. Um, I, yeah, just just some really neat photography. It's really cool. Very nice. Yeah, thanks. It's uh, you know, uh, it's kind of I don't know. I when I started out uh, as I told a while ago as a as an act uh, as a radio guy when I was about his age, seventeen, and then I did that for about four years, and I decided I wanted to be an actor, so I went and did that for about fifteen years and um uh, and while I was an actor, you have to have some sort of day job until you get your <laughs> big break right right so uh and so instead of driving a cab or or waiting tables or attending bar or whatever i taught myself photography and took headshots and that's how I supported myself during my acting career when I wasn't working so well there they are they're um, stunning because that's not easy to do taking you know get catching a good picture as any person with an iPhone can attest right <clears throat> even a good giving a good picture of yourself is hard it's tough <laughs> so to have somebody be able to capture that um it is it's, it's a tough thing to do but I gotta tell you the biggest, the, the funnest thing that's going on in my life right now is besides the world premiere of the Rocket Man movie, yeah. um, <laughs> and a hundredth episode of the Pat and JT. I, oh, I got to tell you this. I got to tell you. Let me tell you something before you forget. I guess I, I will forget this. I know, but watching some of your on your YouTube channel, um, Nash Rocket, I I, I I laughed out loud when you were um, waiting for the uh, package to arrive and you were talking to your puppet. <laughs> and I'm like, when you were when you were talking to the person off camera and your puppet covering his eyes, I'm like, that is so that's that's what I remember. That's who I remember. And it just was awesome to see that again. It's like, man, again, the feels. It was great Aww, to see that. It was yes. it was very well, funny. That's awesome. Thank you very much. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. that. <laughs> I appreciate that. No, this is... I, um, I, um, it, it, it feels like home to me as well. I know exactly what you're talking about. It, yeah. it feels like home. Uh, it's what I'm supposed to be doing. Uh, it's been quite a little uh, journey here trying to figure out how to do that and monetize it because we talked a little bit about podcast and YouTube channel and monetizing those things. And, you know, for the hardest thing for me, now you probably won't remember this, but I do have an ego. Um, and, <laughs> what? No, you don't. Uh, I'm talking about the wrong person. The hardest thing for me to realize about the whole YouTube thing is that it's not about me anymore. <laughs> and it's, it, it's about, you know, it's a search engine for crying out loud. Yeah. And, and that never occurred to me. And where you make your movies, what you make movie ideas on is based on what people are searching for. Right. And once I learned that, um, it, it 
number one got more exciting, and now it kind of feels like, and, and now this stuff isn't up. It'll be posted here in the next couple of days. But I've started, uh, because I have such a Photoshop expertise that I have to use in my work, you know, I'm teaching people online how to use Photoshop and, and photo manipulation and, you know, and that sort of thing. And every now and again, I will, um, you know, introduce some lifestyle things. But yes. until cool. until you develop a develop a sizable following, people don't give a crap about who you are or what you've done or whatever. They just right. want to know it's how true. to they just want to know how to clone an eyeball. You know? <laughs> so right. No, so it anyway. is it's crazy. It really is. It's crazy, but honest to goodness, uh, everybody loves somebody who's a good storyteller and everybody loves uh, loves a good belly laugh. And uh, yeah. you can't, you know, you can't make that stuff up. You can't manufacture it. It's either you got it or you don't. And work really hard at it, you know, yeah. trying to to cultivate it and and improve. And, and we sure get that. I mean, that's that's for yeah. sure. And and you certainly also in this in the, by the same token, so appreciate the people that stick with you and have yeah. been there and and have the memories. The the number of people that have reached out to us from the very first time we ever mentioned that you were coming back. Um, it's just been incredible at the memories that they have. Yeah. And yeah. And the, speaking of the belly laughs and the memories, when you're back on the, the 31st, which um, as this drops, um, it's in a couple days, but May 31st, um, we're going to be at um, Ray's Original Buffalo mm-hmm. Wings at Midtown Crossing. Rocket's going to be back. We're going to be doing our first live meetup. And it, I mean, the stories have just begun because you're going to come up to our studio that that day and we'll and we'll record more stuff because there's so many things yeah. like just these stories keep coming back. Like the the time I called you at two o'clock in the morning on a Saturday screaming because I thought I was oversleeping and it was a Saturday morning and I woke you guys up. And, yeah, it was just, there's so many there's so many of those stories. I just can't wait to sit down and, and well, talk we have about to that. talk about we have to talk about cockroach pie we have to oh talk about epicac friday that's right we <laughs> to first talk. topless newscast that was my first day was we the first to topless, news cast. topless newscast yeah. we have to talk about smell patch finger yes. uh, all the highlights yes so much we have There's to so talk much. <laughs> rocket we can't wait to see you on the 31st um and thanks right. for uh, ta- being on our 100th episode of our podcast thank you very much but we'll you talk to you in a couple congratulations days. and many hundreds more thank you thanks rocket rocket <laughs> Bye, JT. hey thank you very much but i wish I, i'm so so sorry this is just so typical for my flipping life um <laughs> i will see you though in a couple of days and i can't wait to meet you okay see you buddy <laughs> Okay. Bye bye. Man, I can't wait. It's gonna be a, a ton of fun. Yeah. It really isn't. We'll we'll probably have the Facebook live when we first For get out sure. there, just as a reminder to get everybody out there. Uh, again, this at Friday night, the thirty first of May, twenty nineteen. Just in case you know, back to the future. Right. <laughs> um, you never know; it could happen. Um, but um, we're gonna be at Ray's Midtown, and we want everybody to stop by and uh, and see Rocket. That's right. And and if. Seeing Rocket is a problem because of your contacts or glasses. Uh-huh. I'm trying to just weave this together. I know, I know. I'm pretty good. <laughs> um, Kugler Vision Center is a sponsor and a supporter of our podcast. Could not be happier to tell They're everybody so about awesome. that, honestly. Uh, great association, great people. They've been friends of ours and friends of the show for years, literally years. Um, and as far as getting any kind of work done on your eyes, any kind of procedures, you want the best. And his reputation, both of everybody's reputation, as a matter of fact, Dr. Mike Sense, um, the, the world-class team that they work with, and Dr. Lance Kugler would love to get you out of contacts and get you out of yes. glasses. We both have gone down that road. Yep. 
It's right. amazing. But you, you're, the first step is a consultation. Yes. Because you'll go in, you'll meet everybody, you'll fall in love with them like we did, yeah. and, um, and the facilities and everything. So yeah, get State on. State of the art facility. Do it. Get online. It's cooglervision.com. Click on that little consultation tab and get signed up. First 100 episodes in the books. Pat and JT Podcast. A Parkville Media Production.